0: What's up, what's up, y'all, this is your host with the most, so have a toast, Lita Johnson, we are here on fire with sports, baby. Let's talk. us talk me you. Me, follow me, follow me. to the flow. The it's like a photo. How y'all doing, man? This is the Manly, the Johnson. We got some stuff to cover up, man. We had some fun today. Let's have some fun. Let's first talk about, you know, we got the, the Villanova. There's just so many different things going on with Nova, man. Can we get to Nova? Dwayne Wade being inducted to the Hall of Fame, the Philadelphia Eagles, James Harden. All right, let's let's just go. Start first with Dwayne Wade. I love this speech, man. I saw a lot of um, speeches. I mean, Michael Jordan had a very funny, arrogant, he's the greatest, to, to some people, LeBron has reached over that level, but you he's one thing is for sure. Two things are for certain, as my great mom used to say, Paula Johnson Bosman. By the way, one thing's for sure, two things are certain. LeBron can never get to where Jordan was. Iconically, is that even the word? Iconically. Um, and I'm going to say it because of this. Jordan, because before Jordan, there was Dr. J. Yes. Before Dr. J., and don't say Magic and Bird. No, no, no. Magic and Bird were definitely iconic. They're rival as basketball players. But if you're going to say Magic and Bird. You got to put in Kareem's level when he came in, Oscar Robinson's level when he came in, Pete Maravich when he came in. There were so many different players, Elgin, Baylor, Jerry West. There were different Bob Pettit, George Mikan. There were different levels that are not talked about, but we're talking about superstars that changed the game. And before Jordan, it was Dr. J. Ask Magic and Bird. Dr. J, for all of you, Dr. J was the guy. It wouldn't be no Steph Curry. It wouldn't be no Michael Jordan. It wouldn't be no LeBron James. It wouldn't be a Reggie Miller. You know why? Because Dr. J was signed by the ABA by the New York Nets. The NBA didn't prefer Duncan. They didn't like Duncan. The ABA accepted it. There was no three-point shot in the in the NBA. The ABA put in the three-point shot. And then when they merged, the NBA took Duncan and three-point shot. So this this he's the ultimate game changer. And it's so crazy how we have the game of basketball, but don't refer to Dr. J. Now you can say he's, you can go ahead and say, oh, he he, wasn't one of the top 10 greatest. there has been so many. You can do that. But top 10 most influential, he's top three. To me, and you can say what you want because it's undeniable. Dr. J is number one. For this game right now, when you're sitting back saying, oh, it's Michael, no, it wasn't Michael Jordan. It was Dr. J because it wouldn't have been a Michael Jordan. You wouldn't have saw like Mike, wouldn't it be like, you. you wouldn't have saw air. It wouldn't have been no air. Air where? You wouldn't have saw Steph Curry shooting from the, the parking lot. Because the ABA, when they got Dr. J and Lou Duncan, they also allowed three-point shooting to keep up with the NBA's criteria. And that was because Dr. J was the signee. So, let's go that way. Now, let's just kind of flip it. Now Michael Jordan had a good speech. You know, he talked about MJ had a lot of chips on his shoulder, man. He was trying to prove to people who he was. And he, was, he didn't make some teams. Leroy Smith uh, <laughs> beat him on this team. He was like the guy made the wrong choice. And Buzz Peterson with North Carolina. But Dwayne Wade had one of the best speeches ever. You know, Dwayne Wade, you know, is a transgender uh, daughter, which I think without money, that wouldn't happen. You know, I just think, you know, being transgenders, he would, that, that, that would have had to be, happen when his daughter got, when his son at the time got of age, like to get their own money, not as a kid, and then you know, around this era, that can happen because it's so free. LGBTQ, they are is a power. You know, powerful movement. Social media and and being outspoken. Forget the cancel culture. I don't. I think cancel co- cancel culture is a crazy word. I think it's outspoken culture. Outspoken from women and sexuality to um, women want to get paid more to. People want to do certain things. When they when you speak on something, that's why I say it's not enough speakers for the black community. I think it's no excuse. I think it's retarded because you can do it. If you speak, things will get done. People have riots and all types of things. So Dwayne Wade dealt with that. His son being a basketball player, that's hard. He dealt with um, you know his uh, baby mother. That was a situation before Gabrielle Union that was hard for him. And then he got Gabrielle Union, who's a colossal actress, superstar actress. And they're both together and they're strong. And whatever they do, they're strong. They're united. So he said a lot of things. He gave her credit. He gave his man, it's what he said his dad almost put me in tears, man. I mean, he put me almost put me in tears a couple of times, talking about his mom, talking about his wife, talking about his kids. And then obviously, oh, my favorite basketball player of all time, boy. D-Wade, what you do to me, D-Wade? What you do to me, guy? Your dad and Iverson, my pop was my best friend. He had me out there in ball and all that. That was the greatest Hall of Fame speech I've ever seen. I mean, and Iverson's was second to me. I mean, Maybe because I'm I mean when I heard Iverson talk, he could've he could have sounded stupid. No, Iverson sounded real. He gave Cameron, he gave so much Jada kiss, he gave guys that people wasn't even giving rap artists love like that. Iverson stayed real to the core, man. To the core. But Dwayne Wade was the greatest. That was the greatest Hall of Fame speech. I don't care what you want to say. Say what you wanna say. Shaquille O'Neal was the funniest ever. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal was the funniest speech ever. But, man, you have to salute Dwayne Wade. You really, really do. And I hope Zaire. I'm really rooting for Zaire Wade. I I, I got so much love for the guy. He's so talented. I just think that it was. You can, you can go at me all you want. I think he was cheated in high school. I think he, he was with two different good uh, programs. One, Terrence Clark played with. Uh, when he left Sierra Canyon, he went somewhere. He was always performing. It was like you you know the backwards thing of that is When you have a, a father that's great, I think people try to go backwards on you. They don't give you the hype. Oh, just because your father... Just like with Bronnie James. I just think it's so crazy, man. But that was great. Dwayne Wade, you are an icon, bro, for what you did. And I, he probably won't even hear this. Who knows, man? But my God, man. Uh, I really like the uh, Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union Wade. I mean, they are an unbelievable, inspirational couple. Their daughter is unbelievable. <laughs> she wouldn't let the man, she wouldn't let him breathe. She wouldn't let Dwayne Wade breathe, man. Like, hold on, I don't care what's going on, daddy. I don't care what's going on, daddy. I'm going to reach my hands out to you. And I'ma be with you. That's it. I don't care about this Hall of Fame. What's this? Like, what are they doing? She was gonna be with her father. That's what it was. I'ma be with daddy. That's what it's all about. She didn't care. She she did not care. Listen, real talk. Then when she was with mom, hey mom, uh, mom, <laughs> mom, what are you doing? Mom, give me a hug, give me a kiss. She didn't care about it. none of that stuff that was going on. Look at it. She was looking at it like, whatever. Yo, bro, what you doing? <laughs> she didn't care. This is a great moment. It was just good to see a regular family. Unbelievable. But um, crazy basketball. The James Harden situation is ridiculous. Uh, I-, I love James Harden. He's one of my favorite players. But he kind of went. <sighs> you just can't dog Philly like that, man. He's doing that to get pushed out. And I understand Daryl Morey said he was going to give him a certain amount of money, which is the max. And that's what Harden wanted. And I think something was, something was said that we don't know about. And that's what I have to consider. Because for him to be like, he always pushes his way out, but he's really going to war this time. And I, it's just unfortunate because I just wish he would come back, play, I wish they would settle that, man, because this could be a real special team. And it's all about the money right now. He wants his max contract. With, he knows Maury's the only person that's going to give him that max contract. Because if he goes to the Clippers right now, they're not going to give him that much money. Especially with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard there. So it's kind of unfortunate. Um It's been real good to see the Eagles do what they do. I mean, they've been looking good in practices. Um, Cindy Brown looks like a guy that's going to play. He looks like it. Um, Jalen Carter looks mammoth-like, manimal. He he really does look like a superstar, man. But I I just want to see the season. I know we see things in preseason he's athletic he's powerful i just want to see him go ahead when he gets his first sack in the season you'll see me be like oh okay here we go but he has all the talent he looks he looks um i always say warren Sapp, jerome brown aaron donald those 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 three guys in one he looks like something different um The Eagles have talent everywhere. The only question is chemistry, which is why I say chemistry a lot, because if you haven't played together long enough, there's always a minus. There's always a minus. If you haven't played together long enough, there's always a minus. Always. Then you got How young they are, that's always something to consider. But but the only thing that that gives you the gives them the upper hand is, is this is the what I call the breaking point of the next era. The breaking point of the next era is big because this is when the young, all the young talent gets to play and they get to, you know, play with each other the young talent. This is it cuz you got Joe Burrow, you got Josh Allen, you got Jalen Hurts, you got um you got Lamar Jackson. This is not the old, this is not the old talent. This is the young generation. And they all get to play. So it's not like you're playing against uh Aaron Rodgers in his prime and you're being young going against a Tom Brady or you're young going against any older quarterbacks, this, this is their time now. This Jalen Hurts, Mahomes, they, this is all the young guys. So it's kind of good for the young talent to come because you ain't got the experienced guys that can smack you, a bunch of them that can smack you and make you learn. They are in there. They're playing, but they don't they don't crowd the, the inventory, you know. So this is a great point for Philadelphia to have a young squad, and they have young players, Nolan Smith, Jalen Carter, uh, Josh Sweat, um, Breed Blankenship, Sidney Brown. Um, you got, got Kelly Ringo in the back. You, uh, you got Zach McPherson. Um, you got Milton Williams. You got Marlon Peloto, You got so many guys. Derek Barnett. You got so many guys that are young. Jordan Malata, uh, Landon Dickerson, Cam Juergens. These are young guys. They are ready to play. Jalen Hurts, DeAndre Swift. Um, Penny's been hurt. He has some experience, but he's been hurt, but he's not old, Penny's young. Kenny Gainwell, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard. These are all guys that can play and they are young. So this is kind of different and big for this squad and this team. And they look, listen, they just went to the Super Bowl. We're talking, listen, if you look at Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes really has been there. He's won. He's won one. You got some guys on your team that are young, but they're not as young. You look at their roster, it doesn't look, it doesn't look like that. Philadelphia played and was 9-8 with their young quarterback. Then they went to the Super Bowl next year. They're really the best young team in football. Look at Cincinnati, oh, Joe Burrow, they didn't go to the Super They didn't beat Kansas City. They didn't beat them. They didn't beat them, you know, especially all the stuff they was talking. They didn't beat them to go to the Super Bowl. If Cincinnati would have beat Kansas City and went to the Super Bowl against the Eagles, that would have been different. Those are the two best young teams, and you can argue. But Joe Burrow, I mean, but Matt Patrick, even Patrick Mahomes against the Eagles, they were losing in the, in the first half. They were losing. They were losing. They were losing. So this is what this does. Philadelphia's the best young team in football. And then they add other young guys. Then, not to mention the draft they had. If you you look at it, if you look at the Eagles now, I'm I'm, going to name some names. Joseph Nagata, Eli Ricks. These are two guys who can make NFL teams right now. But they're going to be on practice squad for for the year. I don't think Eli Ricks makes the team right now. I think he's on the practice squad. I think Nagata will be on the practice squad. I mean, look at Reed Blankenship being a starter. I really think that the, I don't know where Nagata will go per se in the future, because I think Quez Watkins is not gonna lose that third receiver job. Yeah, you are not he's gonna have a big season. Uh he was given the pressure. Uh Zacchaeus, you got Nagata, Hasselwood looks solid, um, Greg Ward looks solid. Um, I like the King guy, the six four, six five receiver. I mean, I think he can really Philadelphia has guys on their practice squad that can start for 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 losing teams like seriously these guys like the 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 the, the whole thing is that the the reality is that they're able to find guys every single year okay that's my ego segment um on the phillies um they look good man. The Lorenz, Lorenzen doing that no-hitter was just exciting, man. It was really good. He did it in front of his kids. He did it in front of his, his his wife, his mom. They got something there. They got six guys. Sanchez is solid. He's a guy that can really throw that. He's been one of the top uh, minor league prospects. Lorenzen comes in, a guy that was going, but he made the all-star team, was going between the bullpen and the star lineup. Looks good. Suarez is another good pitcher. Wheeler. Walker, Nola, they have a, listen, that's a good pitching staff. And then they got a good bullpen. They got hitters, Rojas. I've been saying, I've been talking about Rojas. I've been talking about him. I've been talking about him. Rojas is that guy. He's that guy. I think he's the future. You got Marsh. I mean, you still got Castellanos and Swarber. I think next year is going to be interesting to see if they try to make a trade or something. Because um, they have so much talent lined up on the Phillies. So much talent lined up on the Phillies. It's crazy right now. And it's good to be able to let your young talent develop. Very good. Um, uh, you got Bomb. You got uh Jack Cave coming out. I mean, there are guys. You're not even like Cody. Cody Clemens is doing good in the minor leagues. Uh, they they, they have guys they can put in there. You know, Derek Hall. You got you still got Pache This team. Listen, the thing about this team is that when are they going to be ready? That's the only thing I don't know. Like they have all the talent you can have. Like what do they need? What do they need now? You got Kimbrell. You got Soto. You got Dominguez, you got Strom, and the bullpen, everything you needed, you got. Alvarado needs to come back. Uh, Painter won't play next year. The Tommy John, he'll be back. It's good. You don't need to rush him back. You got guys that are solid in the bull, like Spartan right now. You need to sign Lorenzo into a contract if he keeps being that guy. Uh, Nola's doing his thing. Sometimes Nola gives up a lot of runs, man. Well, at least four, three, or four. You just got to get to his point. He's still a flamethrower. Um, it's a good team. I like the team. I really like this. I love talent. I love talent, man. They have a lot of it. When they line it all up consistently, they can beat them. They could have won the World Series last year. They just wasn't ready, man. But are they ready this year? When we get back, we will talk Villanova. Nova. I just wanted to put down some stuff. Um another thing I'm gonna talk about. Uh, Alvarado, uh, my next podcast. I just want to let y'all know the next podcast, Alvarado and and Charlo. I mean, that's that's gonna be big. That that's that's something. Uh, when I come back, I'm gonna put that out as a um remind. I'm gonna put a, a poll out. Who thinks that it happens September 28th? Um, that's gonna be big, man. My birthday comes up September 3rd, y'all, man. Yes, man. Um, that's a big fight. So much going on. I got a boxing podcast coming up. We'll talk Crawford. That'll be my next podcast, man. That'll be my next podcast. It'll be next week. I'll talk Crawford. I'll talk Spence. Uh, I'll talk Davis. It's a lot to talk about. It's a lot to talk about. All right? When we come back on Files of the Sports, we talk over. When I come back. I'm everlasting, i can take a phrase really hurt, it's a devil, word, Now for my words, i all it and all, it and all. Rock him with main him I feel, I feel, I Let's motivate, I want to see he follows the Taking the man, bite the ball, bite the ball. Step Away from throwing, throwing, throws the throwing, rock throwing, throwing, Follow me, and follow me and follow me throwing, throwing, balls throwing, 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 satellite. So keep staring. Soon there's suddenly a star. You better follow it. This is the all. This is a lesson. that you guess it's that you're following. How many early steps might open? I don't need it. Listen. All right, listen, we are back father leader. Want to get to the point? I'm about to oh. Yes, 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 y'all. Villanova. I I'm going to get Listen, man. I I do more than just feeling over, man. Villanova's the heart and soul Philadelphia basketballs. All. I I really have been just Villanova, over, but I'm I'm I got to get to Penn State, Temple, LaSalle, um St. Joe, Penn. Gotta get to those guys. First off, let's start this off like this. Trenton Flowers. Trenton Flowers. Went to the NBL, man. And I. <sighs> he got death threats. I understand y'all mad Louisville fans that he went the pro route and he. Then you're blaming, oh, something's wrong with Kenny Payne. You know what? That's what's wrong with social media. Y'all get too many opinions, man. The man took a pro deal. What do you mean something's wrong with Kenny Payne? He took a pro deal. Obviously, what they gave him wasn't the same thing. And then he's going to be a point guard. Sky Clark's the point guard at Louisville. Shout out to Sky Clark, who's going to really have an unbelievable season. Louisville still has a good team. Of course, Kenny Payne as a coach is disappointed because he wanted to coach him. But y'all saying what's wrong with Payne? Payne, the one who recruited him and he committed. Y'all should have applaud for that. It is such so shameful that y'all put death threats to this man. He's a kid. I, that's why I say this game is so grown, man, man whatever Louisville fan today, shame on y'all. And Louisville fans should lash out at whoever is saying something bad against this guy. Y'all don't have nothing to do if y'all lashing out at this kid, man, that can play ball uh, and gets a pro deal. Y'all should be happy. He came from y'all school and got the pro deal. Like, he could have went somewhere else, committed to Kentucky or, or some, anywhere. He could committed to anywhere and, and didn't commit to y'all and then went to pros. He went from Louisville. That's, that's big news still big news, all right? Now, Villanova, man, I right, listen, man. First off, stop talking about my predictions. Things happen, <laughs> for real. Things happen because I do a little bit more. I do, like, nobody making predictions does more in sports than me, and that's facts. Nobody predicts boxing. Nobody does analysts in boxing and then goes from, The high school to NBA draft, nobody goes from high school basketball to high school football. Nobody goes from high school football to pro. Nobody does that. So I don't, I get who I get. And you know, the guys who I tell you are ended up being on lists. Sir Muhammad, Malcolm Thomas, Curtis Givens. All these guys are on final lists. So my predictions are not, what you think, but they're definitely on point because all the guys still like Villanova. Quit saying that Coach Neptune is doing a bad job when they're on final list. What are you talking about? They could easily not be on the list and you don't you even have to look on it like Billy Richmond, Like VJ Edgecombe. These were guys Villanova was still going after, which I put out there. I didn't say that Villanova was going <laughs> to Edgecombe was going to commit or Richmond was going to commit. I said, they like Villanova and they didn't make the list, but sir, Muhammad, Curtis Giffins, Malcolm Thomas, shout shout to Dylan Miller. Let's go down the line. Then I heard somebody say, I, I don't see all of y'all comments, man. I'm sorry if I don't see them, but the one I saw that said, um, some guy, he said, um, Baker, Dunleavy, and Neptune are not on the same page? They have different jobs. Are you with. Re- I'm not, I'm trying to work on myself. I don't want to disrespect and call you a name, but what do you say? Baker, Dunleavy has a whole different job from Coach Neptune. What do you mean they're not on the same page? <laughs> All right, whatever. I'm not going to go there. I'm trying to do better. Okay, Malcolm Thomas has old Miss, Cal, Vanderbilt, Miami, UV, Virginia Tech, Xavier, Florida State, and Villanova. One of the guys I said, listen, yeah, that's the guy you got. He likes Villanova. Um, I'm cool with Team Durant. I haven't even went as, as, as far as going hard and going into Team Durant as I did, but what I did do is check out the circle, and he loves Villanova. You look at the schools that are fighting, Sir Muhammad chose Notre Dame. Mike Shrewsbury, Michael Shrewsbury is no joke. If you look at Florida State in this, they go, I mean, that's a team to look out for. Virginia Tech's a team to look out for. But Villanova looks like a real team. They look like the number one team in this. We'll see what happens. But uh, I'll do more looking into, I'll talk to the director of Team Durant. I haven't, that's my guy, uh, Dwayne Wise. I haven't even called him in a minute, man. But talking to uh, Malcolm Thomas' circle and Malcolm Thomas, they love Villanova super hard. Quit saying they don't want to play for Neptune. That's retarded. Then I saw one comment that said, because of Ken Whitmore. Are you retarded? There's nothing to do. Oh, God. There's nothing to do. It's the NBA, the NBA draft. You're talking about what teams decide to do. And who they decide to draft <laughs> dictates where recruits are gonna go. Do you understand? Ret- oh god, whatever. But that's one one team. This is one uh, we all know. If uh, Curtis Givens is another one, Curtis Givens is another good point guard who you have to look at. You know, we just uh, went to the LSU visit on August fourth. Uh, he had a Georgia Tech visit. Okay, um, his seven includes LSU, Memphis, Texas, Yukon, Georgia Tech, Indiana, and Villanova. Memphis is the school there to, to look out for. LSU is there. I mean, he's going to – Yukon's a good school. This is a good fight. Uh, Mount Verde, a pretty, a pretty good, very good school program. Villanova's going to have to fight. Um, you have another one. Another guy. Who is a, another good guard? Villanova going for guards. All right. Top five Mississippi State, Robert Morris, Jackson State, Georgia State, and Villanova. Talking with his circle. Haven't talked with him real close, but we, we talked one time, but I haven't gotten to him on the interview part. Dylan Miller loves Villanova. Neptune again, Ashley Howard again. These guys are good with it. Then we got another, one other guy. Yeah, we have a four-star, Tyler Betsy, 2024, um, Cincinnati, Yukon, Creighton, Alabama, Duke, Indiana, and Villanova. Listen, Duke is going to be very, 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 very hard. To beat out in that situation, you still got UConn. I know Alabama's there. Duke is going to be hard to beat out. So that's crazy. That is going to be a crazy battle. There, I really haven't talked to that circle. Um, once again, though, think about this: they got in there. Creighton's a good school too. Indiana's always around, but they got in that school. Like, y'all don't see what Villanova's doing. Last year, it was different. Let's talk about it. That Last year was different. Last year was very different. It was very different. Um, Jay Wright just up and left. Jay Wright had the one who wanted to choose. Nobody even saw this coming. And you put... A lot of pressure on uh neptune he goes in there though and you had zayden high you had guys. malcolm hodge is another one we're gonna talk about him in a minute uh but let's talk about this it, it was a lot of pressure for neptune and he had some guys like marco jackson that still chose him and they the crazy part was they had to keep the recruits that they had and they did With help from jay wright then after that, you got to go and try to recruit other guys. Deshaun Harris-Smith, you lost out on that. Because these, listen, it's hard when a guy, a coach just comes in. It wasn't like it was a farewell tour and it was a coach that, that was there. Neptune wasn't with Villanova when um, Jay Wright went out. Every When when Coach K left, that assistant coach branched over. Calip, it's like Calipari leaving, and all of a sudden he goes against Coach Payne. He goes against Coach Payne. But it's different when you have the players or the recruits are used to an assistant coach that was already there. And it helps them stay. It helps other recruits come and go on because you branched it over. Duke had that 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 luxury. Villanova didn't have that. It wasn't like Jay Wright passed it on to George Halkovich or passed it on to Mike Nardi or passed it on to Dwayne Anderson. No, it didn't happen like that. It's hard like that. And Neptune is a hell of a recruiter to still be in final list conversations y'all don't want to hear that though oh no you're not getting, but he still somehow got jordan dumont who y'all are all down playing i was like he's a three-star one guy was like where's the three-star at he's a three-star everywhere except for 247 you so you so that's your crown if 247 who i write for doesn't crown him then he's not a guy Just forget the espn and rivals and on three, all them guys gave him three stars if 247 didn't do it he's not a three-star Are you retarded This guy, and then he went over there with Canada and did his thing. Showed y'all that Neptune can recruit. In international play, this guy starred, went hard. So you know you have a good player. You didn't get three or four guys, but you got one star guy who's gonna be a star player for Villanova. Oh, you don't think he is? Well, Mark Armstrong did good international play. What's the difference? It's crazy. All right now, Malcolm Hodge is another guy. Be another guy. If Villanova, see, we got we got to talk about Malcolm Hodge. We have to talk about Malcolm Hodge. That is the guy we have to talk about, because that's one guy who. Um, Malcolm Hodge is that guy. Excuse me, people. Matthew Hodge. Malcolm Hodge. Crazy. His parents would be like, what are you talking about? Uh, Matthew Hodge put Villanova in his top 10. Okay. Um, Alabama, Merlin and Xavier, Seton Hall, Marquette, Villanova, Old Dominion, big Penn State, Virginia, and, and, and Pitt. So, And now he really likes, he likes Villanova. He likes him. Um, He's been there. He's had his visit. Great visit. Um, It's a guy to look at. It's some competition. Alabama's competition. Merlin's competition. Marquette. um, Penn State's definitely Virginia's competition. And people are trying to make predictions on where he goes there. I mean, Virginia's a good, a good battle. I mean, listen, Neptune, this is the best year, the better year than last year when he was, and it's crazy because he still was on final list for everybody he was offering just about. Now he put out a lot of offers and there's a couple of lists he's not on. Yes, winning has to do with things. He has to win. That's a big thing. Uh, Neptune has to put the win, but people love Neptune. Why would, The crazy part was, why would you say that Cam Whitmore had anything to do with that? There was this complete lie that happened that people said that uh, Neptune was putting bad rap on Whitmore. It's a lot of bad rap going out here for Neptune. That's why he stayed so... He had a great interview with Eric Watkins. It was things he wasn't letting out. It was things he was very firm in his, his responses. It was a great interview. But listen, these guys could not also put Villanova in the schools. They they could say, forget that. Dylan Miller, all those guys could say that. Jaleel Bethia, Can we go to that? Oh, he's not going. Now it's like, you know what? Nova Nation needs to stop. They just need to, don't even be a Nova fan. Don't be a Nova fan. Now, (laughs) as soon as you, (laughs) now there are guys saying, well, Soon soon as it happened, guys are like, well, he's not gonna be there. He's not gonna be there anyway. Uh, uh, he's gonna go this route. Like soon as soon as Villanova, soon as Villanova um has anybody, they're automatically, they don't even know, they don't have any facts. They're probably looking at other analysts. And they're saying that Villanova's not going to get the commit, so all, everybody that's saying Villanova, because when I was saying Calib, when I was saying everybody thought I thought too, Calib and Christian Bliss were going to be there. They just didn't make it. They just they just turned up going to different schools. So now all of a sudden that they people don't even know what to say because they follow us. They follow analysts like us. You're going to other guys like, okay, let's follow this guy. He's got more right. I mean, listen, do what you got to do, but don't act like you know what the hell's going on. You don't. You don't know nothing. (laughs) You don't. You have to follow one of us. All right. So let's do this the right way. Let's do this the right way. Um, Let's talk about it. Jaleel Bethea has Syracuse, Kansas, Miami, Alabama, and Villanova. And soon, Bethia will make his decisions. This is his top five. Nova is in his top five. So we can't appreciate that Neptune is still saying, oh, no, nah, it's not good enough. We need, well, shut up. This is not Jay Wright no more. Everybody has to shut up. Everybody has to shut the hell up. This is not Jay Wright anymore. Usually when schools came in, just like with Housing, just like when Whitmore, just like with Armstrong, everybody was relying on Jay Wright's name. Now, for Neptune to come in and still get these guys and still get these top prospects, this is big. This is hard. Villanova did not have a winning season there. They did not go to the tournament, and they still are on the tip of some of the top prospects or whoever they're offering, guys are still there. Neptune is building up his status. And it's what it is. Y'all should be like, well, he didn't get him. Y'all are so pissed off that it's not like it used to be. It's retarded. So now you want me to say, okay, who's who are the guys? Who are the guys here? These are two guys you need to look at who are right there. Dylan Miller, Malcolm Thomas. I wouldn't go Betsy. I wouldn't go him. wouldn't go Tyler. Jaleel Bethia? Oh, I think Jaleel Bethia could be a game changer. We'll see what happens. Kansas is on them. Alabama's big. Uh, Syracuse, is. all five of those teams are on them. What can happen? Now, that's another thing you got to look at now. who's Villanova have coming back next year? Is is Armstrong going to play and go to the league? That point guard position is huge. Brandon Howzen is there. Uh, What's shooting guards? Dylan Miller is a guy. You're looking at Nova. I think Dylan Miller is going to close out. I think he's the type of guy that ends up going to Villanova. He's going to decide soon. He's going to decide. Malcolm Thomas, if you're looking at what's going on with Trey Patterson, if you're looking at T.J. Bomber coming back, um, that could happen. That could very well happen. Mark Armstrong being the point guard. Being the point guard. I mean, all this, you have to look at all this. People want to come in and play. It's not you're talking about uh, NIL. NIL, you're looking at NIL, but who's Villanova going to give the money to to come in and start and play? It's a, it's a different game. This is why Jay Wright left. Jay Wright could have stayed and a lot of these. Do I think guys could have committed? I think so. I think it's possible because you don't have the Jay Wright effect. Yeah, that's big. Whether they lost or not, Jay Wright had an effect. They were winning. They were the Jay Wright wasn't coaching this 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 group. Neptune had to coach a group. He didn't even know people were going to go. and still got a 500 record. You're not going to give him that credit. Because it could easily have been a losing, losing record. Nobody's getting it. That's that's why I just say. Like, people are not making no sense. They're not. But Dylan Miller is a guy you're looking at. This is is Villanova going against these guys. You look at so many guys. Georgetown was able to beat out um, a couple of guys that Villanova offered. And I know you're like, oh, I can't believe we lost to Georgetown. But Villanova's starting all over. But they still are in these top schools. You look at Merlin. You know what happened? Deshaun Harris-Smith. You look at Merlin. Deshaun Harris-Smith is from that area. So hometown won out. Jay Wright would have been able to beat that out. Believe me, he would have been able to get Deshaun Harris-Smith. Caleb Williams. Hometown won out. It's not a J. Wright effect. Hometown ends up winning. Christian Bliss, same thing. J. Wright effect is overwhelming. Neptune is making his own presence, and he's still in top schools. So I'm looking at um there there are going to be guys that Villanova gets in this class. It's just not what you wanted. It's not, you didn't get Khalid Williams, you didn't get Christian Bliss. They're going to get about three, maybe even two guys. That's just how it goes right now. Right now, that's what's winning out. Hometown. Notre Dame was able to get Sir Muhammad. Yes, Shrewsbury's a pro coach. (laughs) He was able to do that with Penn State. Y'all not looking at the fact that Villanova's losing out to good programs and also programs that are hometown. This is big. This is big because Neptune was able to lose out to hometown. This wasn't just anybody they lost to. These, these were the factors. Georgetown's rebuilding something over there. And it's real good. Sober was able to commit over there. Tommy Sober. Remember him. He visited Villanova. Kaleb Williams. It, it, it was a hard-fought battle to get this going on. Neptune will get his wins. One thing I did hear from a fan was, um, you know, Villanova start winning and Neptune get the winning part and Villanova, then it'll be different. Villanova is a great team. They were Y'all are not looking at the fact that Villanova was able to bring in great transfers. Nobody's looking at that. You're looking at the recruiting as, all oh, Neptune's not, but y'all were just happy. Y'all were just real happy. Now y'all are mad because they're losing their recruiting. Transfers have to do a lot to do with recruiting. So listen, man, listen. Y'all got to chill out. It wasn't what we expected. Khalid Williams didn't commit. What would I expected. It was a lock to me. That was my only locks. Khaled Williams and Christian Bliss were my only locks. I don't know where y'all going with other locks. I haven't even been giving y'all any, I just say, well, Sir Muhammad's, the guys you need to look at, uh, Curtis Givens, look at them. I haven't committed any more locks except for Khaled Williams. After Khaled and Christian Bliss didn't go, it's like, hmm, because locks can, locks can be unlocked. They're locks. They the keys can unlock a lock, and that's what happened. Christian Bliss and Khalid Williams. Where did they go? Hometown. Stop this, man. Yeah. Whew. Also had boxing. I had Bud Crawford to deal. I have a lot of things I did with the Eagles. I do a lot of things, man. I haven't even got on high level sports. I mean, listen, I'm really working. <laughs> so listen. I'm out, y'all. Follow the sports, I want to get to y'all. I have to, I, I always talk to y'all, I always into my fans, man. I'll be writing some more articles. I got Olivia Jones. I got some Hudson Greer. I got some interviews dropping for 247. And I got some interviews dropping for high-level sports. So I get back to y'all. This is Follow the Sports. I'm out, y'all. Because the crowd says, the crowd so yeah. So every the place, we a a never on the avalanche, every step on the avalanche. I'm microphone, a magnum is MC. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't. I came to overcome, before. I to overcome. I'm going to let now be born, to let now that, I'll live forever. After that, I'll live forever. You say never, never, History, History, not a mystery, not a real From the cradle to the cradle, From the cradle, from the grave